information. But which you can't reform a police system, Taz. It's you can't do it. You have to break the system. Mm-hmm. It's a system. You got to break the system and rebuild it. Yeah. All right. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll just get in. Yeah. Welcome to Views from the Floor Podcast. This is Nico. Jessica. Yo, it's Taz. And we here, man. Another week. Um, how's y'all week been, fellas? Yeah. Last last Monday, my uncle Rudy, who helped raise my mother mm-hmm. with my aunt Della, who's my mother's oldest sister, passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, he was eighty six years old, and it was about to be married sixty two years. Wow. And he's a one of the dopest dudes I've met in my life. You know, yeah, real cool. Never raised his voice. Helped raise all of us. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it was a really big loss, but you know, we gonna keep keep it moving. Keep uh, doing things as he would want us to do. Yeah. You know, just uh, gotta uplift his memory. Things like that. Yeah. yeah. Same. I had uh, my grandpa passed. Um, on my dad's side, he passed last. We well we we called it last Thursday. Um, a little freak accident. I'm not gonna get into the details, but it hap- it had to have happened. Wednesday night, and my uncle found him Thursday morning. So, uh, which dad? Brian. Uh, yeah. So we uh we had his funeral and everything Tuesday. It was a beautiful service, man. Um, yeah, man. I got to see family. I ain't seen in a long time. My uncle from Tennessee came out. Mm-hmm. I got to hang with him for a little bit before he drove back. Uh, but yeah, it's it's been interesting, yeah. <laughs> to say the least. Yeah, and I'm, <clears throat> me. I don't. I got. Uh, I finally went to the doctor. Mm. Pushed that off for as long as I could, but yeah, heard some things I didn't want to hear. And uh, typically, that's what happens. Yeah, it's been uh, very emotional and you know life changing. But <coughs> we gonna get right, and we gonna get you oh, know definitely, man. Cause I'm gonna trust me. We all gonna I'm gonna push y'all to be your healthy selves. Yeah. Dead bodies are fucking dying. <laughs> the dead yeah. body, the dead body is killing people. Come on now. Yeah. So, so for the audience out there, if you know, uh, you you start seeing like a little bit of a drop off of of episodes, just know like, mm. everything's all good. It's just. Getting our health together. Just getting our health and shit right. Yeah. That's a fact, man. Uh, even if, like, Wednesdays, man, just come over and go go for a little jog or something through mm-hmm. the neighborhood, man. Something like that. A fast walk. Hey, fast walk? Okay, fast walk. <laughs> All right, I, can settle, I can settle for that. <laughs> but, yeah, man, it's just, you know, push each other, man. We got to, like I said, man, we all, we brothers, man. We we got to make sure that, one, we got, we all got, well, we got kids, Nick. <laughs> Not that just a nose, but you know, but we we gotta make sure that you know we here to see our 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 seeds man grow and um you know get married have kids yeah. man trust know. me that's all I've been thinking about all weekend well, that's that's a fact bro I, mean, I know man life I mean, life's precious man I think about it all the time anyway but this weekend it was like super heavy mm-hmm. um yeah just. Make sure, make sure y'all out there are taking care of your health, man. Yes, yeah. You know what I mean? Take care of your health. People around you, help them take care of their health. Mm-hmm. Because black men, one day everything could be okay, and then the next day, next day, hey, it just creep up on you, man. And, and black men, don't be afraid to go to the doctor. And you know, we we probably well as men in general, we all we're all stubborn. But I know for us. Um, we can be a little more stubborn than yeah, most, yeah, for sure. And um, guys, like it's you know, blood pressure, uh, diabetes, all that stuff runs in my family because no one runs in my family. Yeah. But um, like we, you really got to take care of your health. Like you said, you only got one life to live. <laughs> you got to make the most of it, guys. Like it's some like you said when we if we have a drop off in episodes. It's it's to make sure that we getting us in order first and foremost. Yeah, for sure. Because you know, 
ain't gonna be no podcast if we ain't here. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah for so, sure. That's for damn sure. Yeah, for sure. But we're gonna get right. Yeah, we're gonna get right. But let's get into it. So yeah, first man. first I wanna start off with a couple of congratulations <laughs> before we get into the bullshit. Oh right. So the Washington football team, or uh-huh. I like to call them the Washington Football Club. Because <laughs> <laughs> they ain't got no name. They don't. I hope they stick with this though. Like I, I don't the want Washington them football. Team? Yeah, like I don't want them to have a name. I want them to be like the Washington Football Club. They need funny, to be the Sentinels, though. nigga, like the replacements. No, right. right. <laughs> I, yeah. I watched that movie the other day. That shit is, dude. I love that damn movie. <coughs> but Washington Football Club, they uh, hired uh, the first black president. Facts. What's my man's name? Jason Wright. Uh, yep, Jason Wright. Yeah. He, he was a former he was a former player in the league for a while. You know, just cool to see. You know, f- finally after mm-hmm. all of these years, you know, and you know the, the NFL got the Rooney Rule and all this other bullshit. Yeah, man. So they so to try to you know knock down the buddy system and actually hire some qualified. People of color, mm-hmm. you know. So I thought I thought that was pretty dope. Um, another congratulations, the Radio Hall of Fame. I don't know if y'all seen this. I did not. So Angie Martinez is now in the Radio Hall of Fame. Really? Yeah. That's what's up. It's crazy because I thought she was in already, but yeah. apparently she was not. <laughs> hey, because I'm I'm be real in New York City. Besides Flex, she's a legend. Like she is the I mean, one. She, she's the voice in New York. You know? I mean, she's been holding down for a long time. I thought she was in already. <coughs> Angie Martinez, uh, the Breakfast Club. I've seen that. The Breakfast Club. They they are now in the Radio Hall of Fame. Wow. And uh Sway. Another God person damn. Sway's in there uh, now? Another person My who I man. thought would have been in there. He's been doing radio since before we was born. So now I got a question. <clears throat> so do podcasts fall under radio? It should, but no. Dang. Nigga, we gotta get it ready online. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, cause I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> I think it that should be a subcategory from radio, man. We're gonna make it because we going in that bitch. Okay. Yeah. We gonna we going let's, in Let's there. be the first podcast that we get in uh, Oh, they gonna tell us I nothing. Like that. <laughs> hey, rem- rem- remember this 30 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they ain't gonna tell us a goddamn thing. <laughs> Be on stage just ignorant as hell. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Super ignorant. Oh, I'm definitely I'll definitely cut up that day. Oh, nigga, it's gonna be yerdy yerd. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh. hell yeah. Hell yeah. Konichiwa. Yeah. <laughs> Walking that yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's all you fuckers who said I wouldn't be nothing. <laughs> Word. Yeah, man. That's that's a couple of congratulations that I had. Before we get into uh, no, that but that actually segues <coughs> into the uh, the National Coalition of Minority Football Coaches. All right, go ahead. So this was this is a platform or organization where minority coaches can basically put their names uh, in this. I guess. This I guess a frater- this fraternity where a lot of uh, organizations like the NCAA, NFL, they can actually pull from to uh, check their people's credentials. They can update okay. their credentials through this. Oh, so cool. now we have a we have a place where minority coaches have a have a um, better opportunity to, and that's. To get to get chosen for NFL positions, that's NCAA, Latin American, and all that, all that, my, my, is minorities. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And right. now it, it it basically takes out the excuse that yeah. there aren't qualified people or we don't know the people's credentials. Now we know we know what it is. We know it's a good old boys club. We know that. We know that. But now there is a central place where we can actually update our credentials. And now it there should there should be we should see a spike in minority coaches getting <coughs> head coaching positions or yeah. high ranking positions in organizations. We should. It's gonna 
this stuff going on. It's happening. Yeah. I but hope. this started back in June, by the way, of this year. I mean, I, it's, cool, a, it's a great thing, though. Yeah, so it's cool. It, like you said, it alleviates the excuses. Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy how, you know, you got the NBA, which is like the most progressive league in the world. And then you got the NFL, which is like the least most progressive league in mm-hmm. the world. It's, it's unreal, man. Oh, and the one thing I forgot to say is they they actually do professional development as well. So they basically get training. Word. Word. That's awesome. Yeah. More for the professional development. Of course. Of course. Word. That's another congrats type of thing. (coughs) And this one started by um, Michael Loxley. I think he is... Is he the coach? Is he the coach at Maryland? I know I saw it on I know I saw it on uh, ESPN. I want to say he's the coach at Maryland. Let me Google that real quick. Hang on. Bam. Yes, he is the. Yeah, he's the current head coach at Maryland. Yeah. Word. He's black. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Good <laughs> shit, man. <laughs> um, that's right. a win. That's a win. So the rest of this episode is gonna be downhill. Yeah, quick. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start with the uh, Megan Tory shit. Okay. Okay. First, before we say anything, I I just have to gloat. Hey, you knew okay. it. I you told right. y'all. I told you y'all right. niggas. We knew. I told y'all. <laughs> I told y'all what <laughs> because it didn't. It made no sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. But also, I got this to say: the Tory Napoleon. <laughs> what type of bitch ass Dick in the booty ass little boy Gotta do something like that Like that makes absolutely no sense And When we was talking about like You know people hold, gonna say certain Hold on let me let me tell him first Okay right. so Build it up Meg got tired of y'all bullshit mm-hmm. Tired of y'all saying She lying Mm-hmm. Tired of his uh, publicist and shit going to blogs, lying on her. Mm-hmm. So she let the chopper sing. She fly, said fly, fly. <coughs> that Tori shot her for no apparent reason. Said they was all arguing in the car. She said she was done with this shit. She got out of the car. Next thing you know, this nigga hanging out the window, shooting at her. Hit her in that foot. You know, people were saying, oh, she lying. Like, how can she get shot in the foot, but it don't hit no bone or nothing like that? She got shot in the heel. So, that makes sense. She showed the bullet wounds. I mean, why she had to validate that for y'all asses anyway you know is beyond me. You know how the internet is? Because, because they just couldn't believe it. They couldn't believe that the nigga that came up the most during the quarantine... Would do some stupid shit like that. Mm. <coughs> so now, go ahead. Okay. So with that context, this nigga, right? It's like, like I said, they got a little man complex. Like, there is no excuses for what happened. And all you niggas out there who is like playing the blame game, like that's fucking whack. And y'all should get bitch slapped. Because at the end of the day, how does somebody, how does a woman cause herself to get shot by a man? Right. In that context. Well, any context, really. Because when you do something like that, you're making a decision. So, for me, it's just kind of like, y'all got to get this bullshit mentality out y'all heads. Something happened to this woman. And we need to be on her, not necessarily a side. But, I mean, at this point, it's like, you got to rally around that because he's wrong. Mm-hmm. You need to get to a point in society when somebody does wrong shit, you're wrong. It's not like, oh, maybe. Nah, fuck that. Sometimes there's gray areas, but in certain things, there's black and there's white. And what's crazy is she was protecting him. There you go. So she gave, yeah. she, so she gave a, a, a false. She can go clink clink for that shit. She so, can. So basically what she said was she didn't say nothing to nobody. Right. Right? Because she ain't say nothing to the cops because they all black. She know what happens to black people when cops are involved. Mm-hmm. She ain't want nobody to die, so she ain't say nothing. Then when she went to the hospital, 
the nurses and shit asking her questions. She said the cops was like being nasty to her. And she the one that was shot. But she ain't say nothing to the cops there. Uh-uh. She ain't say nothing to the nurses there. Nothing. Because, you know, when, when it's a, you know, from what I know is when it's like a, like a shooting thing, mm-hmm. you know, the, the nurses and doctors got to report that to the authorities. Mm-hmm. You know, me and what, what they know is no more like confidentiality or whatever. So uh, she ain't say nothing to nobody. And she was like, she was trying to spare this nigga. Like, she was trying to save him. But then he kept trying to fuck her over on the low, so she let the chopper sing. Yeah, and also, all these niggas were talking about, oh, she a snitch. <laughs> let me say something. She ain't no street nigga. <laughs> all right. She ain't, this ain't no streets. She she was trying to protect this. Again. You And you don't have to protect niggas who doing wrong against right. you. Again, I explained what a snitch is to the dummies out there. A snitch is, if me, Taz, and Justin... Go do a crime. We all get picked up at different times. And then I start saying, hey, if you let me go, I'll tell you exactly what happened. And then I tell them Justin and Taz was involved. That is snitching. That's snitching. But if somebody does something to you and you tell the authorities, that is not snitching. First of all, nigga, that's their job. That's what they're there for. Exactly. That is that is not snitching. If somebody does you bodily harm, and you say, "Hey, they did X Y Z to me," that is not snitching. No, and, and th- at this point in our lives, right, we all grown. Mm-hmm. We we pass that retaliation shit. Uh, hopefully, sometimes some yeah. shit go down. You got busting their ass, but <laughs> with something like that, we pass that retaliation shit, and they at the point where you ain't gonna do that anyway. So unless it's something like that, you have we gotta stop saying like all of that. Now, nah, nigga, you tell, okay? Mm. Tell something like that happened, and we we don't need to promote anybody protecting somebody that is doing wrong onto them. Like going forward, especially when it comes to women and women of color, mm-hmm. we have to be not even just women of color. Women, period. We gotta get to the point where we gotta be like. We are protecting you. We can't be the ones causing bullshit like this. And the one way to protect it is if something happens to you, say it. Call that out. Call it out. Right. Hey, Tori, you a bitch-ass nigga, bro. Facts. That's all it comes down to is you are a bitch-ass nigga. You got in an argument with a female. She probably said some shit. That cut you deep, nigga. She called him short. Because no, she said he had a wee-wee. <laughs> that- Whoa. <laughs> Because that's what women are great at. Women are great at pushing a button that you ain't know could be pushed, my nigga. Mm-hmm. She said some shit, and you did some sucker-ass shit, my nigga. Period. You's a sucker. And anybody who listens to this podcast that know that nigga, you can tell him I said it. Because he ain't going to do nothing. Oh, because you try to shoot at us, nigga. It's going to be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't. Hey, plus, that. he ain't doing it. He, his ass is crying in the corner somewhere because his career is. It's cooked. over. He's yeah, done is. out here. Yeah, it really is. And rightfully so. Sucker, man. That's all it is. Just a man with a little man complex. That's all it is. Bitch. <laughs> so I, I had to throw it in there It's so. all good I love it <laughs> I was gonna put the A in on, But I decided not to <laughs> Nah <laughs> Bitch ass nigga <laughs> <laughs> Oh man Um Moving on from that You see uh, I told you it was pretty funny That's why I wrote it down <clears throat> Master P went on a rant the other day I didn't see it Yeah You see that shit So <clears throat> What happened? So, you know, uh, after the documentary, you know, the the Chronicles or whatever, the No Limit Chronicles. Mm-hmm. I didn't get a chance to watch any of it. You know what I mean? Monica put up this post about uh, um, about C. Murder because, you know, they had a thing back in the day. Um, I think it was actually dating by when he got arrested, right? Yeah. Had a thing back in the day and shit. Like, all these people want to show him love. And uh, Kim... Kim Kardashian said, you know, she 
she talking to some people to try to get him out. He doing mm-hmm. life right now, ain't he? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Which, I mean, even on the, even on the dock, like niggas that was with him, that told on him, was like, nah, you know what I mean? Like they recanted their story, like, and this has been happening for years and years. Like people been recanting their story, but they just don't want to. They just don't want to listen whatsoever. So, Master P decided, mm. fuck it, I'm gonna make me a video, and uh. You know, he was he pissed at uh C murder. He pissed at everybody around, <laughs> around C murder. <coughs> he pissed at Kim. <laughs> he, he pissed at Monica. I'm, I'm gonna give context after he speaks, though. Okay. You know me. He told Monica, "Is like you said that's your ride or die." But when you just married a few years ago, <laughs> you know, uh, said uh. You know, you call Kim, you know, your angel and all this shit like that. But, you know, you ain't never called grandma ain't your angel. Like, me, your angel. Like, I'm out here making, fighting for you. For yeah, fighting for, fighting for you. Years. You know, giving you money, all types of shit. <coughs> but, yeah, he was just mad at everybody. And I just thought it was hilarious. I mean, all right. So, <laughs> to give context. Uh, so, Master P, it, it has a right. I think to be upset. However, I, he just didn't go about it right. But he has took care of this man's family for the last eighteen years. Wow, he's been uh like fighting for him to get out. Got him the best. Well, tried to get him the best lawyers. But see, murder was like they had a little falling out mm-hmm. over certain things. Felt like he wasn't helping him enough. And his um his he had the wrong people around him. He had friends that he thought was really. His friends who weren't trying to leech off of him. And if you on the outside looking in, you can still be, you know, a lot of people are going to be like, oh, that's your brother. You should have did this, this, and this. But, you know, if somebody tries to help and you don't want their help, what can they do? Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I think he has the right to be upset. But at the end of the day, if I have an argument with any of y'all, it's going to be between me and you. The world don't got to know that shit. The world doesn't have to know what I've tried to do for you. Yeah, it, it, I just thought it was funny. You know what I mean? Like, he's he just saw other people trying to help him, and C Murder was just showing gratitude, <laughs> and Master P didn't like that shit whatsoever. Because he like, nigga, I've done all these things and he, then some, and you say fuck me. Yeah. Wow. So I just thought that was pretty funny. I mean, the niggas look just like y'all. Gotta, y'all got to get in the room, nigga, and talk to each other. Yeah. Okay, shut the fuck up. We don't need to know your problems. Yeah. And and this is the thing. I hope he gets out. You know? But I hope people realize a lot of times in the court of law, they don't give a fuck about that recant and shit. Yeah. You guilty, you guilty. That's how they feel about it. Yeah. True indeed. All right. Um. So. <coughs> so. Mm. I, um. I don't know if you know about this, Jay, but I had to, I had to DM uh, Taz over here and, <laughs> and let him know. This was funny. So you hear, uh, you know what I mean about uh, R. Kelly Jr. minus the rape. Oh, I seen it. I seen the 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 interview. The other first of all. So who we talking about is Trey Songs out here, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. So Trey Songz out here, you know what I mean? It's kind of looking a little questionable for my man. Very questionable. Ain't no questions. I got some shit to say, but y'all go ahead. (laughs) So apparently, oh man, apparently Trey Songz like to, you know what I mean? Invite some, invite some. Thank you. Invite some women over, and uh, you know what I mean? Just he like to keep them there the whole time (laughs) until the man leaves. That that woman basically gonna be in his room the whole entire mm-hmm. time, and he just gonna fuck him until he just until he leaves. That's all he do. He's like that's that's a little sex slave or whatever. That's weird. And apparently he yeah. like pissing on women. Oh. And according to, you know, mean a, a, a few uh, women out here, that's what he do to him. He just piss on them. Give you context. Uh, it was a it come from a, a no jumper 
interview. That's where it started from. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's her name? Selena Powell. Yep. It was her and then one of her friends. Mm-hmm. First of all, the girl started off talking about how she ran through an NBA team, seven dudes at one time. It was Phoenix Suns, by the and way. And then, yeah. Oh, oh damn. <laughs> I'm trying to. <laughs> nah, <laughs> uh, I'm no trying wonder to why they trash, nigga. <laughs> uh, nah, that's why they, that's why they went eight now in the bubble. <laughs> oh, oh, so they. She got them right before the bubble. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, hell. Yeah. They were, uh, <coughs> she talking about that, and then somehow they got into that. And then she was like, oh, you going to say his name? And she said it. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, goddamn. But this ain't new. Like, motherfuckers been talking about this nigga slapping motherfucking women, doing all types of crazy shit. I mean, Kiki Palmer came out a few years ago. It was it's, like, yeah. you know what I mean? He he had her locked in the closet and shit. This, this nigga is not okay. <laughs> He's not. He got a fucking problem. And then this is what I got to say about the pissing thing. Niggas got sexual proclivities. It's what they like. They like, but when you got when you doing shit against people's will and you ain't giving nobody no okay, like they okay it. That's the all freak asses. Mm. I mean, but she, if you don't, then my nigga, that is sexual assault. You do know that. Yes, it and is. My, but my nigga, like, see, this is why I'm conflicted about it, right? So one, what's up with you, celebrity niggas wanting to use women as human toilets? <laughs> it's a fact. You know what? Are themselves as a human toilet. You want to know why? It's because niggas are they used to regular sex. <laughs> they done had all the regular sex they can get. Now these niggas only freak shit can get them off at this point in their lives because they get everything under the sun, mm-hmm. even menses. Mm-hmm. So at mm-hmm. this point, this is, yeah. they kind of like, what's there's something else new we could do? Oh, I'll piss on you. Yeah, my nigga, this is this is what she said. She said she went to the bathroom or wherever to try to wipe the, you know what I mean, nut off her face. <laughs> well, you know what I mean, clean herself up a little bit. Then he said, nah, you know what I mean, come over here, whatever. And he started jacking off all over her, and then, you know what I mean, he just pissed on her. She's like, what, you know what I mean, what the fuck you doing? You know what I mean, you gonna mess up my lashes. <laughs> But it was like she didn't care. Like she, it was just like whatever. Bro, that was the thing that struck me about that whole. And she she was like, "Oh, this is okay. We going along for the ride." You know what's crazy about the interview? Because the other chick beside her said he did the same shit to her. But they was both acting like it was a problem, and it wasn't a problem at the same time. But did you see the messages that he put out from her? Yeah, it was kind of like. Oh, she came through. Like they, they know each other, and yeah. she came through. Yeah, and it, now I'm not even talking about like that afterwards. It's kind of like she was off. She was fine. It wasn't like it was. Oh, this is so traumatic. Nah, nah. she was hitting them up like. And, um, oh, yeah. Let me come. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Let me come suck you off. Wow. Like blatant. Wow. Yeah. Unblock me. All this shit like that. I mean, it was just like some straight up like. I'm coming to suck you off. All you gotta do is say the word. See, this, this is why niggas do crazy shit. Yeah. <laughs> Not to say that it's all right, but I'm saying when you have that much, when you have that much yes in the world, mm-hmm. niggas can't handle that. You can't handle that much yes. It was just, <laughs> it was different than Kiki's story because Kiki's story it was alarming, but this story it was like, but they they was telling the story, and. It was like, you know, it was all consensual. But, but with a story, though, I ain't going to lie, Taz. I kind of was like, I want to get these motherfuckers some therapy. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, they, like, when they was talking, it's like, y'all don't understand how sad. Like, not not the, the fact, like, I come at anybody that's sexually free. You go have fun. You do whatever you want to do. But that is to another level. Like, when you listen to them talk, it's just kind of like, it ain't about, like, Get money and keep it moving. Uh-uh. It's about we get a fucking thrill in just being the nastiest motherfuckers on planet Earth, and that, that's what you want to do. That's okay, but you're not you're not about to publicize uh-uh. like in a platform. Not to say fuck no no jumper, but a platform that like makes that seem like that mindset that they have is okay uh-huh. is a problem. Like, listen, man. I, but see, here's the thing. In this world, there's different categories for people. Of course. You know what I mean? Like, 
There's but something traumatic fucking happened to them for them their minds to be like that, bro. Oh, I'm I'm sure, <laughs> but who's to say like? I mean, you might just I, be a nasty bitch. I feel you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> who's to say like they don't? You know what I mean? They like stuff like like they just yeah, naturally I, like. I told that like line that. of like I don't want to be judgy, judgy mm-hmm. because there's but, a lot of porn stars out there that do crazy shit for the paper though. Well, I guess there is for yeah, it too. that and and it's like they never had nothing crazy happen to them in their life. They just like that shit, love it. But but that's a little different though. But she gets off of like her because but I think for me it's the the act isn't the problem. It's the um exposure, the the exposure at the end. Yeah yeah yeah. That's kind of yeah, yeah. like mm-hmm. okay, that's why you're doing it for. Yeah, that's what she in it for. Yeah, because the exposure. I can expose niggas, and then while doing that, I can get bags. Cause um that same girl, she posted her her OnlyFans in twenty four hours, she made like fifty six thousand dollars. Wow! And it's like my nigga, hold on. That's good. Speaking man. of OnlyFans, fucking a lot of people help, hate uh, Bella Thorne right Two now. Two mil, cause. In 24 hours, bro. She made how much? Two mil in 24 hours. And you know what's crazy? Niggas was heated. Why? Because they bought her OnlyFans for like 30 bucks. Only for her to be like cooking pork chops in like bra and panties. That's it. Yeah, what y'all get? Oh, nasty You horny niggas. Thirsty. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yeah, she she broke the record. She thirst trapped him. Mm-hmm. Got him straight to the bank, straight mm-hmm. to the bank, laughing, head back. Ah, 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 ah. Yep, and like a lot of gr- <laughs> this shit is funny to me because like I'm a fan of OnlyFans for the people like the creators, whoever they are, who want to get their money. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? It's another platform to get your money, so I'm all for it. But <laughs> they they be mad as hell at these celebrities. They be like, y'all fucking up our money. No, they not. Y'all got different lanes. They know if they go to subscribe to you, they you showing everything. Them, they, you know, they just they just want to, you know, it's the mystery that makes them get it. Hey, man, she got enough clout to do it. Mm-hmm. And if I ain't got a lot of y'all, if I was with somebody that was, like, famous as hell, go, go drop that fucking OnlyFans and just be cooking in your bro on panties. Because we're going to cash in on this paper, go show a little bit of feet, because you know niggas like feet. <laughs> For whatever go get, reason. Go get that paper. Wiggle your, wiggle your big toe for me. Yeah. Get that money. And we're going to go laugh at these niggas all the way to the bank. That's funny. Yep. Foot fetish only fans. Listen, man. Pe- people like feet. People like getting pissed on, apparently. Um, I mean, shower. but in his case, I don't think a lot of them <laughs> like it. I think, like, this is the thing with Trey Songz. Like, I don't really listen to man's no more. Because, like, I've been looking at a lot of this shit. It's kind of like, oh, this nigga basically another R. Kelly type nigga. He be beating on women, slapping them up in the clubs, all types of crazy shit. I heard, heard about that. Like, dude, he, he a fake tough guy. That's why you can't trust niggas from Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> if niggas from Virginia and Florida, you can't do it. <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of Virginia, shout out to my cousin Ricky. Because he grew up in Virginia. That's my guy. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. I, just, <laughs> I don't know why I, I just, said it either. I just felt like I had to put it, that in there. It's all good. Um. So what's up with this? What's up with Darius guys? Darius guys. Oh yeah, this is a perfect segue. Nah, go ahead and. This I, is Taz's nigga. Look, this is my. This was my dude. This man. is Taz's dude. He ain't my nigga now. <laughs> LSU. <laughs> oh. Yeah. LSU yeah, running man. back. Well, apparently that nigga was, you know, out here raping women. Even while he was in school, I heard. Mm-hmm. So this nigga got uh women, women, yeah, women's, women's. Hey, I, I need to figure out since y'all letting motherfuckers out of prison for like little shit, like niggas go to jail for rape, get out seven years. Yeah. How we gonna reform this system? Cause uh, these raping niggas got to go. I'm sick and tired. Uh, yeah. Cause oh, they don't let us put hands and, and feet on niggas like that. And he sh- strangled his girlfriend till she was unconscious. He got a problem, man. That shit ain't okay at all. Watch it a couple years come out. CTE. Watch. But what? 
Watch. Just watch. I'm telling you. I already know how this. I already know how this is gonna play out. Yeah, he raped two women that when he was a freshman. CT making you rape niggas. Just like the heightened aggression. It can make heightened aggression still won't make you rape. You don't know how other people. We don't know how. Touche. We don't I'm know. Just, but I'm saying you got that gene in there already. You already a little a little bit rapey. Yeah. It might, it might yeah. push you all the way. Uh, yeah. Like like uh Aaron Hernandez thing. Facts. His brain was fucked up. Very much. However, your niggas already grew up in a kind of violent. Yeah. You ever really think he was gay? Yeah. Part of me is like. Mm-hmm. I feel like this. I mm-hmm. feel like. I feel like people. I think it was kind of fishy a little bit. I don't I mean, know about it. it sounded fishy, yeah, it, but I don't know it if do it make was, it pause and be like, hmm. I'm gonna be real. I just kind of feel like he was in high school. Nigga might have experimented. Not saying it's okay. I mean, I don't think if you that's what you want to do. Fuck it. That's what it is. I don't give a fuck. Like you know, if that's what you happy. You happy. But I think that he probably was, he was running from that. I think partially. I, 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 I don't just, think he was running from him. I think it was like he tried it and was like, eh, not for me. Walked away from it and it was following him. Yeah. That, yeah. So, you know what <laughs> I mean? Still running. Still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, was slow. Yeah, yeah. he was slow. He was slowly walking because he was like, cause like uh, even like with the girl. Well, I don't want to get too deep in that shit. But even with the girlfriend, that shit was weird. It was like he loved her. Mm. You can tell he did. But it was like something wasn't right in that. Like even when he was in the clubs and mm. shit, yeah. it was like he was trying to get girls, not because he wanted to. It was like he was trying to prove it was like force. Safe face. Yeah, yeah. Like he was trying to prove his masculinity. Mm. I got you. Mm. Mm-hmm. See, there it is. Laid it all on the table. Y'all need, see, this 2020. If y'all niggas gay, just be gay. Just, just come out and say that stuff. Don't be in the hide in the closet and then y'all have her whole wives and stuff. Y'all bring that HIV back. Like no, no. No, and and back to the um rapey nigga because we we went back too far. I know we went too far. We didn't give him enough. Oh nah, nah, he, yeah, you and the rapey nigga Hall of Fame too, bro. Yeah, he is. Cause fuck all that. Yep. That's your man's defend him. Not defending that. (laughs) (laughs) And defend him, guys and girls. That's how you're supposed to handle shit. Defending that. You don't defend fucked up rapey shit. (laughs) You out here raping. You out here here strangulating. And if you find out somebody you know is a raping nigga, check him. No, don't be that. <laughs> no, no, check. I, don't talk to him. No, when I say check on me, checking check is a broad okay, category. Check. You know what I'm saying? Get that pistol on <laughs> <laughs> And then call the police. <laughs> right. They got here raping. Hit him with the barrel. Pow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And tell a cop that, too. Hey, that nigga out here raping. So I, I whipped him. Because I, I promise y'all, like, if niggas really start standing up for this shit, like, all jokes aside and stop being like, oh, maybe she... Nah, Put it in an eyeball, and if you, if it proves out he was wrong, apologize later. It's yeah, good. exactly. Nigga, <laughs> my bad. I thought you was raping niggas. I'd rather beat your ass, get a little rape kit, or we do whatever we gotta do. We find out it wasn't the truth. Then, all right, bitch, stop lying. Yeah, but I'd rather do that. You know, now you know if you ever become a raping nigga, this is what you're gonna get. That's fact. Sometimes people need that, like. They need that consequence, my nigga. They need to know, hey, like, like, nigga, this was gonna happen to me if I rape somebody. Think yeah. about it. If you see a nigga punch a nigga who innocent in him in the eye, and then find out, he, <laughs> <laughs> find out he innocent, if you guilty, my nigga, you, you gonna be like, because if you if they find somebody who guilty, they probably stomping mud holes in that yes, motherfucker, they are. and then you gotta go to jail. Imagine getting your ass beat on the outside, <laughs> and, and then you gotta go, and, and then you gotta tell them niggas you raped a yeah. female, and apparently. Speaking of rapey niggas, apparently R. Kelly got his ass beat in jail. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's not funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, nah, that's hilarious. Hilarious. Nah, that's just hilarious. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, the other day. Damn. Yeah, somebody got him in his cell. Ooh. They don't know how, like, they don't know how severe it is or anything like that, but. Oh, I thought I said, yeah. I, about to, I thought they about to say, I thought Nick was about to say, they don't know how the person got in the cell with him. I'm like, Nick, we know how that happened. <laughs> we yeah, know how that yeah. happened. Turn your face, think, think. Security guard just turned away from it. Yeah, yeah. He was like, hey, go get that nigga. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all gonna let him be a little bit too carefree. Yeah, damn right. Yeah, man. But I Yo, know what's gonna happen, though. Yeah. Yo, fucking... I don't get it. I just don't understand it. I don't understand how, like, there are there's women, and men for that matter, that will... 
that's into you, man. You just got to find them. And they basically do whatever it is you want them to do. You ain't got to rape nobody. He ain't got to look far. They be at his concert in the front row. This is my problem. <laughs> <laughs> this is my problem with this nigga, bro. Is that what Taz just said, right? <laughs> but also, this nigga was so blatant in his bullshit. When you look back now, you kind of feel stupid for not realizing it. Nigga called himself the Pied Piper. We know what the Pied Piper Look up the story and with then the Pied on Piper. on top of that, this nigga is talking in his tongues about it. And we don't realize. You know, this just sounds good. No. When I come to America. Remember that? Age, <laughs> sound, age ain't nothing number but a new. number. Uh-huh. There it is. Because you, you a nasty nigga. That's why. Didn't he write that song for Lee? Mm-hmm. Yeah. See? Boom. And then, you, you and then he did. The nigga was married to him when she was like yeah, 16. But it, it is kind of like, you know, a lot of times they be like, where's your parents? Some of y'all need to get your ass beat too. That's a fact. But a lot a lot of people are very unknowledgeable or don't have the don't have the um the sense to understand that this person ain't trying to help you for no reason. Just like the Pied Piper did in the story, the music put these people in a trance and they didn't realize what was happening. He lured them kids. There it is. Because y'all ain't pay him for luring them rats away. That's it. <laughs> yeah. should see? Should have paid for him. He just I mean, it's just because it's easier for them, right? Mm-hmm. To control the minds of a it is. It's crazy. They're very impressionable. Hey yo, Darius Juice, man, or however you pronounce your name. <laughs> guys, man. Guys. Hey, hey yo, Darius Juice. I hope when I hope when you get in the, you know what I mean, prison, somebody knocking the juice out of you, nigga. And I don't mean I don't mean with with hands and feet. I mean with with, <laughs> with piping <laughs> your ass. And nigga. they gonna lick the back of your fucking neck while they right. do it. Word on bitch ass nigga. Oh How you strangled God. that woman? I hope they do the same shit to you, you nasty fucker. They gonna look in your eyes when they do it, bitch. Right. Oh Hell yeah, and I hope they call you the juice man while you oh in there. God. <laughs> Hell yeah. Fuck oh that nigga, gosh, man. man. Listen, this... <laughs> This is how you supposed to talk about rapey niggas. Yeah, like, we got to get to a point in these here Americas where we ain't, we not fighting over if you black <laughs> or you white or you rich or you poor. We <laughs> beating rapey niggas' ass. We got, we got, doing we got, whole, we check got whole pedophiles out here stealing kids and stuff. Y'all worry about the wrong shit. <laughs> like, come right. on, man. We got niggas out here asphyxiating women. Nigga, because all I need is a, we need, we need like one of them little tracker shits. Mm-hmm. If you a rapey nigga, we just need to pull up on you. And beat rapey they, ass. They have that. It's called a um. No, we, it's, we, it's, we, they, don't they have a website for pedophiles and stuff? <laughs> Fuck. Oh, I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. I almost said them, them I usually the ones yeah. who keep their shit in check. This is fact. This is fact. No, we, we, we trying to find the niggas oh, who ain't on a database. Oh, yeah, gotcha. right. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, no, no type of nigga. <laughs> like Darius Juice, nigga. <laughs> bitch ass bitch. And it, this is my I thing. dropped the B word way too much. How did he get away? But it was all it was all in good context. Every time you yeah, drop right, the B right. word, yeah. But how did he get away so long? Who Darius Juice? Yeah, that's a good because question. Because he went to a major university. That's the point I he was bringing up. He has starred at a major university. I mean, of course, you know. I mean, Aaron Hernandez was out here killing folks in college and. Yeah, fuck. And he knew it. <laughs> fucking Urban Meyer knew he shot that man in the eye. <laughs> and he was just like, "Hey, buddy, just go strap up. We we got a game to win." But that's a little different. How? I mean, I don't know. I'm from the hood. It's the same. <laughs> we had no we had no whistle. This man been out. I'm just saying. I'm, what, four years now. I'm just mm-hmm. saying, shooting niggas is kind of like it's wrong. Okay, niggas mm-hmm. die. I feel bad for their family. All right, it, shooting niggas is bad. It's horrible. But I don't know. I just grew up where shooting niggas was normal. And it wasn't okay, but it was normal. Raping motherfuckers is never okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if my mind what? is just differentiated that bitch. Uh, that's not a difference, uh, guys. Yeah. I know. What? I'm just saying in my mind. Oh my gosh. Listen, listen. Yeah, okay. What Justin is trying to say is, <laughs> yeah. I'm damaged, guys. I'm damaged. From where we from, when you hear somebody shot somebody, it was just like, huh, whatever. Oh, it's Tuesday. Cause, cause you, <laughs> yeah, because you probably thought. They probably had a reason. But 
That's why I when was you get old, when you get older, you realize there is no reason yeah. to shoot somebody. Thank y'all for the context. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when you get older, nigga, you we, can have a conversation. I guarantee. Yeah, right. I guess I guarantee there will be somebody who listens to this and be like, "Oh, oh yeah, my yeah, gosh, yeah. oh yeah." I'm sorry, nah. I can't articulate sometimes. Nah. Keys is gonna hit me up and go, "Nigga, what?" <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. Okay, listen to the whole thing first. Yeah, listen. When you get older, you realize there's no reason to shoot somebody unless you're in like, like in a dire situation, and then, you know, what I mean, you got you gotta shoot somebody because it's life or death. Mm-hmm. There's nope. never an excuse for being a raping. Nigga. No, yeah, it's never an none, excuse. none whatsoever. Like I seen Atlanta, and it's not funny, but they was basically talking about like, oh, hell. uh, it was they was when uh. Old boy went to jail. Mm-hmm. He was in the waiting room. Yeah, yeah and they were yeah. talking with. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was the dude. He was like, "Nigga, that's a guy." <laughs> and then they was like, "But niggas go to jail and have sex all the time." He said, "But that's jail." <laughs> that's <laughs> like, jail. you, you, you so doing booty all outside? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, we ain't talking about that, nigga. We talking about real, like, yeah. come on now. <laughs> oh God, only us. Yeah, oh, only us. Oh man! Uh, getting off that subject, let's go to something a little bit more, more lighter. Um, play, playoff P, playoff motherfucking P, playoff P. So if you don't know who Playoff P is, that's George Paul, or his real name is Paul George. But oh, that nigga sound like a whole goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> so like, that one of the Beatles? I'm like, about to say, ain't that nigga a singer? Listen, <laughs> one day, I'll put this on Twitter too. One day, we're going to have a real dialogue about playoff P in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. How every playoff he ever been in, he been bad. Period. He showed out in that series against Cleveland. You remember when... uh Brown wound up dapping him up mm-hmm. at the end of the third quarter. That was like his coming out shit. Then after that, every time he stepped in the playoffs, he's just not good. Yeah, because remember that when they played the uh, the Heat back in the day, mm-hmm. was it 2010? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He wasn't all, you know, Lance say that man life, and then Lance died, and then everything went downhill. <laughs> mm-hmm. Listen, one day we got to have a dialogue. <laughs> they had. They had the damn picture of Kawhi when he fell on the floor. <laughs> Paul, Paul, help! No, <laughs> help me, nigga. It just, I'm just saying, man. Playoff P is not. You can't have a name called Playoff P and don't show up in the playoffs. Nigga, like, he regular season P. What's crazy about Nah, but regular season P get off, Paul. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Regular season P is who we should be celebrating. Playoff P is. True. Trash. Now he scored what thirty five the other night. Probably. Yeah, thirty five and twenty five. But minutes. he, he talked. Came out it, said that he was having. It took him five games to do it. It's a fact. I'm about to say Project Pussy, but Project Pussy is good. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> so, <laughs> not that. <laughs> what? <laughs> PP. Got you. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga had like nine points in game. Was it game that mm-hmm. nigga? Me, Three? me, you, and Justin combined did better than him in all five games. This is true. Oh, because we getting buckets out here. Dude. Oh, yeah. I'm pulling up from the corner. That's all we're doing. All day. <laughs> you can't have a dope-ass nickname. Nah. And just be trash, my nigga. And what's even more crazy is Kawhi looked at PG and was like, yeah, that's the nigga I want. But <laughs> been knocked out in the first round the last four years in a row. <coughs> it's insane, man. And also speaking about the bubble, um, what y'all think about them boycotting the games yesterday and today? I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was humongous, boss. Yeah, because I love when people go back to that that narrative of shut up and play basketball. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like, no, we don't need them to. I mean, we all at the house. Yeah, we love to see some entertainment, but... It means more to the kids that's watching right now who sees the people that they look up to actually standing up for something that makes sense. Yeah. They, it was they a trickle decided, effect, too. They, they decided not to shut up, and they decided, I'm not going to dribble. You know? 
it was a trickle effect because you saw NHL stop, baseball stop, WNBA. Uh, WNBA. Naomi Osaka didn't play. Yep. Uh, yeah. W. Now we gotta we gotta give them women some props. For sure. Them shirts. Yeah, they had the shirts with uh, his name on the front. With his name, with his his name is uh, Jacob yeah. Blake. Jacob Blake. Um, that's the man that got shot in uh, was it Kenosha, Wisconsin? Yep, Kenosha, Wisconsin. He got shot in the back seven times. Um, they had his name on the front of shirts, and they had uh, seven red dots. On the back of their shirts. And what the WNBA was going to do was, every seven minutes in the game, they was going to protest. But then they decided, nah, we not playing. Just like the Bucks was like, nah, we not playing. And, I mean, I guess they kind of should have told Orlando. Because Orlando was just out there warming up. <laughs> Excuse me. They were just out there warming up like they was going to play. They were like, nigga, you got told us that I wasn't even with the guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my shot went. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. And then they realized, all right, all right, we're not playing either. And then, you know, they had a meeting at 8 o'clock with the players and the coaches. And they said one of the most powerful people in there was, you know, Udonis Haslam and yeah. uh, Bron. And Bron was like, we ain't playing. Talking about him and the Lakers. And Kawhi was like, we ain't playing. Because they all took a vote. And out of all the teams, both uh, both L.A. teams said, you know, they don't want to play the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. And UD was like, if we don't have them, then, you know what I mean, what season do we have? I mean, yeah, because whoever keeps playing, they you ain't really the champ. Right, because those are the top two contenders, you know. But, um, yeah, they said after that, and then they kept talking. Brown got the fuck up out of there. Yeah, he did. They said Brown got the fuck up out of there, but, and then the Lakers and Clippers was right there with him. They said that uh, the decision, from what I heard, the decision by the Bucks kind of blindsided him. Yeah, blindsided everybody. Everybody. Yeah. And that's, that's what he was kind of, I guess he was kind of upset about it. Yeah, they said a lot of people was pissed off. It was like real tense. Because it was like pissed play. off. It wasn't it wasn't the fact that they didn't play. It was the fact that it could have been a solidarity thing. Yeah, like nobody else had it was it was no input in it. It was no like I feel it, but it was probably off of emotion. Yeah, of, oh, definitely was. Of course, and that and that's the thing. When you do stuff off of off of emotion, you, you gotta expect through. you gotta expect people to react with emotion. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I see all these people talking about Oh, Kyrie, Kyrie deserves an apology. No, nigga. He don't deserve an apology. Because he was saying we shouldn't go down there because we got work to do. Okay, what's the plan? Because that was the thing. That was the thing in the meeting last night. It was cool. We sat out and boycotted the game. We in this together, right? But now what after this? Mm -hmm. Because now we go play the game. And still doing the it. same thing, it diminishes the boycott in the first place. And that's why Brian and Kawhi was like, fuck these games. Mm-hmm. We got shit to do. Because, you know, Brian got the uh, more than the vote campaign. He got it to where the, uh, he got the polls at Dodger Stadium the day of the election. Yeah. So it's like there's things that can be done on the outside of the bubble, you know, but. I mean, and also they, you know, the Donald, you know, he called them out, right? Mm-hmm. And of course, it showed me this. You see the postal service thing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like that can be y'all in. Y'all can figure out some way, somehow, we gonna get these these votes in. Some way, somehow, we are gonna figure it out. Because I don't know if y'all heard about this also. It kind of ties to this, but mm-hmm. like, you got um, Mexican gangs in um, California, the Bloods and the Crips. They say they get people to the polls. They gonna make sure you need that that and stuff ain't gonna happen. You need that in the communities because like, 
this this right here shows me like when you have the president of the United States who calls out the NBA and who states um they are a political organization uh because they stand up for social injustice. They stand up for social injustice and the leader of the fucking free world said they are just a political organization. No, this has nothing to necessarily do with politics. This is about fighting for what's right and what's wrong. And I think playing the game gives the wrong message at this point. Mm -hmm. Going forward, just kind of like, because the leader of the free world told you to shut up and dribble. You got to tell him, nigga, no, we ain't dribbling no more. You want want us to play so you can have something that people are watching and don't have to watch you and your bullshit and your shit show. So now, we need to just throw the lens back on all the things that's going on, especially the social injustice that's going on in this country. It, comes, it becomes a point where it's no longer a time for, like, we can always have fun and stuff like that, but this ain't fun and games no more. Mm-hmm. We got to come up with a solution because while we're sitting idle, things are happening right in front of our faces. It's no longer, blat- it's no longer behind our back. It's blatant now. I agree. <coughs> I like what the players did. I mean, they agreed to, you know, as they said, you know, everybody slept it off, you know what I mean, calmed down a little bit, and then they had a couple of meetings and they decided they was going to play. But said again, they had a meeting, a call with all the owners, and – uh, Brian spoke last, and he told him, yo, like, we holding y'all accountable. We're like, y'all have to do more. Like, no more sitting, you know what I mean, sitting back and just being cozy. Like, that niggas got to do more because, like, the Bucks was on the phone with the governor and all that stuff when they was in the locker room, you know, preparing the statement and stuff. And if it, if they can get in touch with important people in their state, Everybody what can these owners do who are like in direct line with, you know, all of these billionaires that's connected with the president and all types of government? So, like, I've been uh, like seen it earlier. I was kind of surprised that the person who a person who was on the player side was Jordan. Not to say that I'm surprised that he was because he was a player, but kind of like because he wanted to continue to play, of course. However, he was just kind of saying. If it if it's gonna hurt what's going on, we don't need to play. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And all of them, I think the ability for the players and the owners to have open dialogue is already a great thing in its in itself. Mm-hmm. You don't see that anywhere else. Where you can be like, look, we we need y'all to do y'all part. We're gonna do our part. Cause then that put now they gonna go sit in their offices. They gonna go call the people that they gotta call. They gonna bring what they gotta bring to the table. Okay, and what can we do going forward? Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. And it kind of opens it yeah. up to where this ain't even just about sports no more. Mm-hmm. And that's when we gotta open our eyes and see that. Yeah, they gonna try to dismantle the NBA. Paint, yeah. Painting the floor and having having phrases on your jersey and and. In the post game interviews and stuff, you talking about it. That's all one thing, but that's only going to go so far. Now, what's the next step? I mean, because a lot of people have thrown money at the situation. We see that don't help. Mm-hmm. It helps a little right. bit, you know, but you got to go one step further. Yep. And honestly, like people say, and sometimes entertainers and ball players, they don't have enough knowledge and they speak of things, but. What we've seen, even if I don't agree with what all of they've said, like especially like T.I. and stuff, mm-hmm. like the work that they've done in these communities, uh, especially these entertainers, it's, it's been like they've done more than politicians. Oh, yeah, for sure. They've pushed in their communities. I mean, you got to look, look at Jay. I don't agree with everything he's done with the social justice thing, but he's done a lot of work. A lot of people have done a lot of work to get things moving. You know what I'm saying? They holding niggas accountable. And we need to, I think us as people who watch the sport, we got to understand that we don't just got to wait on them to see what these athletes going to do. We need to be out there in our communities doing something as well. Yeah, for sure. 
for sure. Yeah, just it comes down to a hey, November. Get your ass out there and vote. Facts. And also, what y'all been seeing with us going, well, people of color have been going through for the last couple of years. Well, forever, actually. What you got to understand is that um, voter suppression. To be suppressed, you have to allow it. Mm-hmm. So when you go to these polls and they saying, oh, the machine's down, well, let me fucking see. Right. You stay your ass right here and we're going to go see if these bitches down. You can't let that happen no more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because going forward, if you put your foot down <laughs> and you can't, they can't move your foot, what they going to do? They can't make no movement. Right. Yep. Um, y'all want to get into the uh, Jacob Blake situation? Y'all want to <clears throat> Y'all want to wait till. I think we need to wait till more information. Yeah. All right. Well, that's my list. That's all I had. I got nothing else. Again, I will say R.I.P. Uncle Rudy. We out here. Yeah. R.I.P. Grandpa Charles. You know, uh, my condolences to both of y'all. I said that, you know, while all this was going on, but I almost, uh, when you said that about your grandpa Charles, I thought about the uh, the Crossroads song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bone Thugs and Harmony. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> yeah, man. He was a good, man, I'm going to tell you, man. Let me tell you, man. He was a very, very headstrong mm-hmm. God, man, like, and I don't know, I was having some conversation with some family. You know how you say, like, you know, I feel like that's going to be a void to family. Da, da, da. But you know what's crazy? Everybody was like, nah, we good. Of course, of course, you're going to, that doesn't negate the fact that he's gone and you're going to be sad about it. But yeah. it's like, yo, like, everybody's straight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody's straight. For me, it's been a week of reflection. Because, like, it really has. Growing up as a child, like, you know, when, as you become a man, there's certain men that you patting yourself being a man after. And the two, probably the two most important ones, now that I think about it, like even unknowingly, was him and my father. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because he was the man who raised my mother. And a lot of things that he put into the family, as in, I don't have to yell, yeah, I don't have to, you yeah. know, I'm going to do, like, be of service. That's something that I've always done. That's And that is that's what that's I, I take from it. Like, was I, I cried, but I wasn't, I was more worried about my mother. Because mm-hmm. all my family's in New York, and she couldn't make it. My aunt, she buried her husband. She was more worried about how my mother was going to take it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And for for me, it was just kind of like, yeah, I wish I was in New York. But I just, it's just kind of like, as you get older, you realize there's things that you can't help. Yeah. And you have, to, when people die, it's not like they, they're not, they're going in the body, but what they did while they was on this earth will always stay with you. Facts. You got to take that with you as you grow older and as you raise your kids. That's a fact. And then, you know, for the same token, man. I, same same with my grandpa. Um, you know, the one thing that everybody said, he well, he always had a smile. Always smiled. Yeah. If anybody, any one of his 90 kids got <laughs> not in trouble. I'm just kidding. It's not 90. Uh, close. But, um, I'm just playing. But um, anybody got in trouble, like, he would never talk about that child to the other siblings ever. Whatever you tell Grandpa Charles is between you and Grandpa Charles, no one else. Yeah. And I was like, you know, one of the biggest things was regardless of what me and my father had going on, my grandpa was always supportive because he always took care of his own. And he always he and even if you weren't his blood, he still took care of you. And that went a long way with me because I did uh, my uncle, my uncle Tater, who lives in Tennessee. It's not his biological child, but he raised him like he was one of his own. And to sit there and listen to my uncle talk about him, because there's a lot of stuff that I don't know, you know, because I don't really don't I don't really deal with my side of my family that much. Yeah, but when I say man, it was like a it was like a breath of fresh air to being able to be around all those people. Carter had a ball, like 
out there just playing with his little cousins and stuff. And he was even playing with my dad. That made me feel good, you know, Word. because like that's, I didn't. That's awesome. It is. I never had that. <laughs> I never had that interaction with my with my father like that. But my son, when he's here, he gets to have that reaction. It just it felt so great because I was like, you know, at least he can have some time with somebody. Yeah. Um, but I know my kids ain't never gonna get that. <laughs> Fuck that nigga. But teach his own. But it was, it was um, like I said, it was a, it was a it was a time of reflection. Um, you know, one of the things I kind of beat myself up. He never met Carter. Mm. He never met Carter. So like yeah. that, I kind of that I, I if. If anything got me that pulled at my heartstrings is that he never got to me. Yeah. Um, but you know, I mean, I've I've learned that I've got to get more out there to spend time with my family, even the family that I consider close. Like I haven't seen my my stepdad. I haven't seen his parents in a while. You know, I haven't called him or anything. Yeah. Even through this whole pandemic, you know, I'm. I always tell people I'm the biggest introvert extrovert that I know. When if I'm with people, I'm cool. When I'm by myself, I'm cool. That's yeah. me. <laughs> like I won't call nobody. That I shit. won't reach out to nobody. I That's me. When I'm with them. So, so I mean, <laughs> man, I realize I've got to. I've because time, like I said, time is precious. Yeah, time is precious, man. And you know, you never know. You might get that. You might get that next phone call. You know, my uncle told me that my grandma had a seizure. She's in Tennessee. I gotta go check on her. I ain't spoke to her in a minute. A minute, you know what I'm saying? So it's it's the people that you got around you that you say you love. If you ain't talk to them, talk to them. Check on somebody. See how because right now it's COVID situation, man, going on. You know, we all scattered. You can't really be with everybody like you want to. Um, so just check on your loved ones, man. Check on your loved ones. Yeah, for sure. Also, be gracious on the fact that you can see your family. Yeah, nigga, yeah. I can't see mine's right now. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. it puts a lot of strain. On you mentally, but it does. You gotta like try if you can't see them physically, pick up that phone. I'm telling you, man, I'm pretty sure everybody's pretty much got Facebook. So, I mean, you can face you can video <laughs> face call somebody, yeah, 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 for I'm, sure. It's 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 the technology's there, guys. Like, make the effort, make the effort because you never know when you're gonna wake up one morning and there's a text message sitting there. Um, because I've had that happen twice this year, you know. Um, with, it is with um. With Miss, my, um, my wife's uh, grandmother, Miss Mary, you know, we're we had just left her cousin Allison's wedding, and we're we're in the we're asleep, and her dad calls. I kind of wake up and see the call, but you know it's like two in the morning or whatever, you know. So I let it go to voicemail, and I get to use the bathroom, come back, let me check the voicemail. Miss Mary passed. I was like, crap, you know. So you never know when you're gonna wake up to those text messages, that voicemail, and so just. Just love on your love on your people. Why you why they here? I'm telling you, man. Touche. And on that note, that was another episode of Views from the Floor podcast.